Welcome to the Broken Sun. sleep deprived i'm fine everything's fine matt are you sleep deprived i'm fine yep everything's great yes <sighs> all i want for christmas is a baby yoda baby yoda sorry <laughs> i was about to start but <laughs> <laughs> that needs to now be in the show just you can't ask for baby yoda baby yoda has to come to you you can buy a fake baby yoda yeah they are for sale for pre-order until and they don't come out until May 20th. Alas. Actually, he's a boy. Hmm. Are we sure? No. I guess the subtitles did say he at one point, but who can say for sure? Yeah. It's a baby. The baby is only 50. The hui baby Yoda. The baby's only 50. They still have time to decide. Exactly. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Stories of a Broken Sun podcast. We're in our second season, about at the, just passing the halfway point now. You can see it out the window. Wave goodbye to the halfway point. This is Spectres Hi. of a Broken Sun. I am Matt. I'm your friendly guide here and uh, editor, musician, graphic designer, just all around fantastic individual. And uh, my pronouns are he and him. I am joined today by a trio of other fantastic individuals, and I will introduce them now. We are joined by Michael Blood. Howdy, everyone. Michael Blood here. I play Slip on the podcast. My pronouns as well as slips are they them um i'm very excited to see where this horrific ball goes yes something that many a basketball player has said in the past i'm sure uh speaking of basketball we have the very tall velvet with us today tall in spirit at least i am indeed the tallest you may have seen me on invader zim <laughs> my name is velvet she her and i am playing augustus they them also very excited to see uh how this shenanigan goes down and we are also joined today by Keekers. Hi, everyone. It is Keeker, the the smallest leprechaun. I go by she, her. <laughs> <laughs> and I make and I like to make people laugh. Um, I play uh, CD, they, them. And you can find me online at various websites as Be a Space Cat. Fantastic. And indeed, we are at a ball. We are at the Law Enforcement Ball. Uh, when last we left off, all of our uh, heroes, with some air quotes there, were dancing with uh, various individuals of note, and uh, something bad happened. There was a glitchy apparition that showed up in the middle of the ball. Everybody appears to be locked into the sim, or at least the people you have seen attempting to log out have not been able to. And every time that this glitchy apparition has touched somebody, that person has disintegrated, or at least their avatar has, into voxels floating away into the air and leaking into the earth. Now, this has only happened to one person so far, correct? Yes, only happened to one person so far. So you're correct. Scientifically, we cannot assume that this is the outcome every time the glitchy individual touches somebody because we only have one observed data point. Uh, speaking of observable data points, I would like to observe 
the point of data that is what your characters are doing after this shocking revelation at the end of last episode. CD immediately calms the um their friends, their comrades, and is like, okay, I have an idea. What if... Oh, wait, I should be doing this in the Skeletor voice. <laughs> okay, everyone, hold on to your chairs or something. Your bed. Is the case maybe I mean, for certain yeah. individuals? Mike, don't feel bad. I'm always sitting on my bed when we record. Anyway. That's my secret. I'm always <laughs> sitting on a bed. It's <laughs> a terrible power. <laughs> but anyway, everyone... Ah, uh, what if I try playing the violin to soothe it? That's that's the message. <laughs> that's what you guys hear in your calm, you people. Slip Sorry. puts their earpiece back in. What? After diving I behind have... Whiskey Tango for safety. Stand back, citizen. I'll protect you, Whiskey Tango says. He steps in front of that. you and, uh, and his coat of glimmering golden, uh, his own police shields sort of splays out behind him like a cape it's very dramatic and uh he reaches a hand out right next to him at a 45 degree angle to the, to the ground thrusting and forming in his hand is a police baton he can summon police batons matt of course he can summon police batons he he's what tango what sort of question is that i'm sorry <laughs> better than summoning guns maybe he can do that too he okay. could probably he is a gun you mean like megatron he like transforms into one Thinking more like a bash the stampede. <laughs> okay, so CD hears that and is like, "All right, everyone. My idea is that well, I know no one is here is exactly innocent to be protected, but what if I try to tame it with music? By all means, try it. I will be back here putting as many bodies between me and it as I can. But I have the utmost faith in you." Please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. I, I say, uh, Slip says as they run toward the uh, buffet table. That would be away from CD, I think. Yes. yes. Uh, Just so you know. Augustus, you will notice that uh, you were dancing with General Griefer, but like the moment the danger appears, you can look over and there's just like a Griefer-shaped cloud of smoke. He's skedaddled. He's off somewhere. You see the tails of his jacket disappearing behind that same buffet table. As he dies for cover. The, the phrase you're looking for is yeet. He I don't think he's cool. himself away. I don't think he's cool enough to be associated with yeeting in any way. The, the subjective would be, would have had to have yeeted. Mm. Or yacht. <laughs> yachted. That's such a, yachted himself. <laughs> My English brain is exploding. Oh, man. <laughs> so, that was a 50-50. Uh, I'm gonna need a tiebreaker here. That was like a combo of the two voices you can just follow your heart cd oh well, we know that that just in the heart of the cards yeah okay let's see how what would i roll for... you have to tell me what you're what you <laughs> think this oh, is okay. what do you want to do and then we'll work out well it perfect. seems like cd pulls out of hammer space violin sure and is gonna start playing it to try to get that body thing dancing in a synchronized dance. All right. Uh, I'm going to start a clock here <laughs> for the uh, the glitch thing. There's one clock there already labeled glitch. I'm just going to change the title of that one to glitch appears because that's what that was counting up to. And I'll start ourselves a new clock. We're dealing with the glitch. 
so uh, I know I'm always using my regular starting ability, but I do have another ability, and it's called Doctor Strange. Your research and fields of study are fringe, esoteric, and focus on the mystical. You may always handle precursor artifacts safely. When you study an artifact or doctor a strange substance, you may ask, one, what could this do? Why could this be dangerous? I think that ability will be very useful if you decide you're going to study this thing or if you somehow get your hands on it without disintegrating. Um, I'm not sure that this how this relates to playing the violin, though. That's uh, you're you're right. It doesn't exactly. I was just thinking that this is dealing with it and that I was kind of thinking that dealing with it is like handling something safely. But you're right. That's not exactly that was really out there. I'm sorry. I have I haven't looked at it. I think in this one case, they do mean handling literally. Yeah, sorry. I it was the type of thing There's where no it was apologize. like I I couldn't well to qual to to explain I couldn't remember the exact wording. So I knew it was dealing with something, but right, it is not a. That's no problem. We have to we have to try things in games. So I'm going to study it, bef- but CD does have their violin at the ready. Okay, before, so you're like, observing. So CD has the violin and is like, wait a second, let me let me study this thing. Okay, you are still in a risky position because it does not appear to have noticed you in particular as yet. It's still just randomly appearing and disappearing on the dance floor. So uh, your it, effect CD of studying of it. Sorry, sorry, I, I yeah. talked without pressing a button. I was saying, and yes, CD is off the dance floor. If we remember correctly. Yeah, you're not on the dance floor. Uh, okay, so right, uh, risky position. I think the effect of you studying this at the moment will be limited because it's just appearing and disappearing. It's difficult to get a lock on it or observe it for very long. So you'd be at risky limited as a basic starting point here. Okay, I'm doing risky limited. I got a three, but I still get to ask one question. Yes. Since I am using my thing. Let me pull the, which one. Why could this be dangerous was the one. I, I've seen what it can do. Okay. Uh, why would this be dangerous? Mm-hmm. It is difficult for you to tell, but you have noticed that people are trying to, like a... People are going into their T poses, which is how you log out of the sim. Um, but it, nothing's happening. Like after a few seconds, they're still just standing there, and then they notice and start running again, running away. Nobody in the area appears to be able to get out of the sim. No one appears to be able to log out. Uh, so whatever is happening to them here is going to be affecting their actual bodies, or at the very least, their actual minds within those bodies. Okay. And what it appears to be doing, you watch as it touches another person who is fleeing the dance floor but has stumbled. That person screams once again as they disintegrate into their voxels. It appears to be, you notice, the voxels are sort of linked by these trailing wisps of binary code that are shredding apart as they go it is causing some type of severe damage to the code that allows people to exist in the sim here okay i get it was was there a consequence for only getting a three there or yes there's absolutely a consequence for only getting a three there i'm just ticking a clock over here oh right the clocks a beneficial clock? Not in this case. Okay. Thought I'd ask. Hey, it's always worth asking. Yeah. So that came up as zero. Analog. There we go. I've ticked the clock discovered once. Because as you are doing this, the person with whom you were dancing and who has been nursemating your fake rolled ankle notices what you're doing and begins to suspect that you are not, in fact, what you claim to be. All right. What else is 
Lieutenant Fine. Pluto yes, Morse? Lieutenant Fine. Yes, Pluto. I remember. It's Pluto Morse. And, and Pluto could obviously play the violin. <laughs> what else is happening here in this room? What's Whiskey Tango doing? Whiskey Tango is standing in front of you in a defensive posture, scanning the room. His fancy ballroom duds are rippling and sort of disintegrating as he undergoes what you might refer to as a magical girl transformation into his regular workaday uniform. <sighs> it's hard to look at him as this happens. It's hard to look at him. How can you use something so pure and wonderful and uh, use it on such a vile being? I mean, that's capitalism. How dare you? Well, <laughs> uh, Sliff breaks for the buffet table to take cover while looking at the, the door that Tango had regarded during my sensual interrogation last session. Right. Okay. You're heading for the door that has been glanced at. Okay, so is your goal to get all the way over there? Without being murdered. Okay. Um, how do you think you want to do that? Just like a good old slip duckaroo by bobbing and weaving around people while being smaller than them. Okay. If you want to do it unnoticed, you're probably going to skulk, I guess? You're giving them the slip? Am I thinking of the right word? Skulk, yes. It sounds like skulk to me. Skulk to me. Is that what you were thinking? I was. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not a scramble, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. You're in a risky standard position at the moment because there are a lot of people, but you know how to move through crowds. Yeah, okay. That's the six. Okay. You skulk your way over to that door. I'll tick this clock up twice. You see the door uh, has a, like a pad there that is, it's like a, it's a digital pad of some sort that requires input in order to open the door itself is locked if you try it okay augustus what's happening uh i'm gonna go with my main strategy of just putting as many bodies between me and that thing as i can so i think i'm gonna find i am assuming everybody here is a copper or copper adjacent Uh, so i think i'll just be like hey go get that do your one job okay are you trying to sway them into action or uh what's your goal what action do you want to use for this? Yeah, I'm going for sway. Okay. So, yeah, you're still in a risky position. I think the people who were going to respond to this threat well have already done so, so your your effect will be limited unless you want to increase it in some way. I'll take the limited. See how this goes. Okay. Well, you got a six. That's good. So you are able to mobilize a few of the law enforcement ball attendees who were up until this point starting to like run away or find their own escape. The, a couple of them are brought up short by your words and they, you know, one of them has a flashback to the day they were inaugurated into the police force and they got that badge pinned onto their fancy new uniform. I thought, you know, to serve and protect, to protect and serve. And, you know, they remember for a moment their idealism uh, and the reason they joined the force in the first place, which was not just for the great benefits, but also because maybe they wanted to help someone at some point. Hard to say, but their memory is jogged. And so they begin to uh, turn back towards the glitching figure in the uh, in the dance floor and start trying to set up a cordon around the dance floor to move the civilians out of there more in a more orderly manner. So I'm going to tick up this clock by two of dealing with the glitch. I mean... It's important to mention that there are good cops, but... And these are the ones now that are doing this. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, uh, right. (sighs) CD time. What will CD do if CD can't really try to tame? You could still try to tame it. You haven't tried (laughs) that yet. Yeah, you're right. I should still try that. Uh, Right. I've done weirder stuff in this game. Go for it. 
Yeah. Okay, so CD, CD is bringing the violin up to their chin. They have the bow, and they are going to try to, yes, play. Uh, particularly, oh gosh, what is the name of that piece? I knew I was going to play this piece. Or have to be play it. No. In the Hall neither. of the King. Sandstorm. No. <laughs> Great choice, but I don't know if that was what CD would have been going for in this situation. By the great classical composer Derude. <laughs> ah, yes, Derude, I remember. Crap, YouTube, that's not what I was asking of you. Oh, I know what it is. It's the song from the rave scene in the Matrix. Uh, the Matrix Reloaded. No, I have it exactly. It is called the Dance with an S instead of a C, Macabre. I knew it. Oh, Dance Macabre. Yes, of course. Um, and what's great for anyone who knows anything about classical music or about this particular classical musical piece, what's going on in it is that Death is playing the fiddle and getting the uh, the dead to dance, which is what CD is going to try to do. Uh, is the glitch the undead? That yes. Is the question. That is that is what CD is assuming. So unfortunately, I'm gonna have to go with probably sway. You might be doing a tune or hack. Uh, huh. That's I mean, a fun way to look at it, hack. I'm gonna say a tune because it's in tune. <laughs> you put those eyebrows away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna guess risky. Very risky. Yeah, yeah, this is risky. I'll say the effect is standard on this. Okay, a four. That's not a complete Okay. Yeah, Look not fast. Okay. I'm going to move this forward, uh, this clock ticket once. Dick. For those of you who will be watching this on YouTube, the, uh, the beat really dropped on the version of Dance Macabre I'm playing here right as I ticked that clock, so mm. good timing. All right, I'm going to pause that before I get sued. Yeah, we no. might be able to actually get it to play. Oh, we could probably find a copyright-free version of it to put in here. I'm sure I could. Maybe I will. Please. Um, it's so good. <laughs> it's an excellent song. Is this song important to CD? I mean, think about the name. Think about the context. It's important to CD. Okay. So this is a song that CD listens to often and probably has for a long time. Oh, yeah. Okay. The apparition, the glitchy apparition, as you are playing this and as it is being cordoned off from the uh, from the civilians and uh, sort of kept in the dance floor by this impromptu uh, shield of uh, officers, it begins to coalesce just a little bit. The limbs and body parts are slightly less janky and it's uh, fizzing a little bit less as your notes reach it. And it stops in the middle of the dance floor, still flickering wildly, just at a slightly lower frame rate. And its face turns towards you. You are now in a desperate position, CD. That is the consequence of your action. All's fair in love and war. Uh, what's going on over by the door, Slip? I think for a, just a brief moment, Slip is gobstruck that that is working. <laughs> Oh, I gotta hand it to him. And then I put my hand on the uh, the pad. Is it like a number lock pad? Uh, it's like, it's got a touch screen interface of some sort. Does it light up at all when I touch it? Uh, keys appear, like touch screen keys appear with letters and numbers. Hmm. Um, hmm. Because we're in the sim, I, 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 
I guess there might not be anything mechanical underneath the keypad. May or may not be. It's difficult to tell unless you log out or... Can you see out of the sim while you're in it? Is that something Slip can do? That's never something I've thought of. Let's try. Okay. Are you trying... So you're trying to see what's what's physically in this space? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me see here. What should this be? Hmm. No, that's the wrong character. You're not Augustus. You're Slip. I am definitely not Augustus. <laughs> Your good friend Augustus. Um, hmm. You're clearly just you're, you're clearly confused since uh, Slip is wearing some of Augustus's clothing items. That is true. I think this is actually a fairly textbook in the original game use of a tune. Um, huh. Just just flipped instead of looking into uh, the mystic stuff. You're trying oh, to look out right. of the mystic stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm constantly in the ghost field. That's right. Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah, I'll say this is still, you're still in a risky position. The effect on this one, I would say is limited because there's interference from whatever that thing is on the dance floor that is making it very difficult to get out of the sim to any degree. Even if you're just taking a peek, we have two gambits. Uh, have we used one yet? I think we used one last session. Yes, I believe but you have did. rolled a six on a risky action since, so you have another one back. Well, there we go. In fact, you have two back. You have, we'll say, three gambits. Then let me... Y'all mind if I spend one for standard effect? Go for it. So I push myself for greater effect, and I'll roll. Go for it. Okay. It's a four. It's a four. Okay. Uh, so... You see underneath it, there is a padlock. So in the sim, it's a complex series of numbers that you would put in. But out of the sim, it's a physical lock. Um, while you are out of the sim, the thing you notice is um, this area is actually, it's pretty nice. You are in the inner, inner sphere here. Uh, so everything is very well designed and this is while you're trying to push your senses out of the sim right now is like trying to swim through congealed molasses as you're trying to push out there is so much resistance it's like you're shoving your face against a rubber wall and you're just trying to press it until the rubber thins out enough that you can actually see something through it so that's the the feeling you get there's this constant pressure trying to force you back into the sim as you notice this padlock underneath your hand, you also see something else that is not uh, very pleasant. And the thing that you see that is not very pleasant is there is another hand next to yours and there's nobody next to you in the sim. The hand that is next to yours here is green. Oh no, is it attached to anything, Matt? You cannot tell at this point but you are going to take the level one harm here. What's a good term for this? Creeped out? Upset? Shocked? Right I think now, you're thinking this is... of uh, thoroughly rustled Jimmy's. Yeah, mm. that's what I was uh, going to say. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy rustled? Yeah. Jimmy's rustled. Yeah, there's something here with you that you cannot sense in the sim, and you are being forced back into the sim. Uh, you snap back into the sim after just after you notice that. I'd like to resist the harm. Okay. I think this is a situation where we're not going to use our good old-fashioned buddy prowess. I think this is a uh, resolve resist. Okay. No stress. You say, yeah, you suffer no stress in order to uh, shrug off that harm. You are able to put it out of your mind, or what is Slip doing to resist that harm? I think initially, as I'm being snapped back, I am, Slip is legitimately horrified, but mm -hmm. Slip, that, that's immediately overcome by, like, really, really intense curiosity about what's happening. Okay. All right. So now you know what's there. There's a lock. 
discovering that. I don't know if that would necessarily tick this up. I guess, yeah, you got a four, so we'll tick it up once. Cool. Augustus, you have successfully uh, used your words to uh, get some of these folks doing what they are trained to do. Do I see slip over by the door? Whether you see them or not, you might know where they are. I don't know if they've been updating you on their position or not. I did say I was going to the door, but I have not spoken so. Okay. So you're aware of where Slip was headed, at least. So you can probably look over there and see them. Yeah, if I know, if I was going to say, yeah, if I know they were headed by the door, uh, I will very nonchalantly make my way there. Okay. Uh, I think all attention is on the creature now, so you shouldn't have much difficulty getting away. Not the creature, the apparition and the cordon and uh, also on CD because there's a person playing the violin at a ghost thing. So people are beginning to look that way and pay more attention to that. Because this is where we are at in this campaign. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Never let it be said that I keep things easy in my seasons. I always like to mix up those genres. It's heavily seasoned. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, right. Good. That brings us back to CD. Hmm. What do you think, Clickety Clacks? <laughs> She's just looking for food. Then that is what you must do. Salt the buffet CD, table. Again? I mean, see, I'm somewhat undecided at this point because I guess there is still technically the mission, but CD still is playing the violin and would feel guilty if they stopped playing and the thing is staring at them let us yes the apparition is staring at you let me it has stopped moving Ooh, i have an idea cd's gonna try to uh doctor it oh yeah oh yeah what's that look like oh crap i just realized that cd doctoring is a pretty big giveaway well it depends what you mean by doctoring it because i don't know what you mean by that so like tell me the actions you want to do before we look at the move let me see if I actually, I was thinking like, you know, the weird, oh gosh, I can't think of the word for it, but the, like the medical scanner that like Bones uses. Well, it's kind of a tricorder, I guess, in Star Trek that Bones uses. That's the sort of thing. It's a point and scan thing that CD wants to use, but I would say it would take up one of my load, but I don't exactly see something that would uh, fall Let's take a look. There's a fine med kit. Um, Hacking tools, med kit or fine med kit. I think any one of uh, either med kit or fine med kit. uh, I would say with the med kit version, it wouldn't be something you can do from a distance. With the fine Mm -hmm. med kit, because it can allow you to increase your effect. I'm sorry, allow you to increase your position or effect? Effect. Um, With the fine med kit, then you might be able to use it from this distance. Okay, so I'm going to click off the two boxes. So you have one load remaining. Yes, one load remaining and roll a doctor. Okay, Uh, you're in a desperate position, let's remember. But I will say that Mm -hmm. your effect is going to be great here. Your scanner effect will be great for reasons which may become clear. Mark your XP. Oh, you're right. Oh, no, you rolled Uh, a a dose. Oh, dear. What if we got best two out of three, Matt? <laughs> what if I add an extra die surreptitiously? Uh, Matt, what if? Hear me out here. You don't even know what's going to happen yet. I know it's going to be bad because I can tell. Mm. You've got that GM look in your eyes. Well, I have really good news, though, um, for the silver lining is that I will be leveling up at the end of this. Hey, hey. congratulations. <laughs> Let's hope Boys. we make it. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully there's no TPK. We don't get dissolved. It's okay, I've got backup characters for all of you. 
Um, Seriously? I mean, I have do. crates. Uh, Wait, is that little, counting crates? No, it's not just a, a little joke between between me and myself and all these hidden cheats that I have on Roll20. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so here's what happens. You take out your fancy scanner and you point it at the apparition in the middle of the dance floor. Lieutenant Fine, who has been sort of huddling underneath the table next to you, looks mm-hmm. over and sees you with a fancy scanner and his eyes narrow, which means the first consequence is that I am ticking up your discovered clock by two. Or sorry, by one. Oh, phew. The second thing that happens is that the apparition opens its mouth and it goes through about seven different mouths during this process, some human, some animal, and it disappears again. And when it reappears again, it is standing directly in front of you. It reaches out and it touches you, and you take the level three harm disintegrating. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm totally not getting Avengers flashbacks. As it makes contact with you, you can feel your body beginning to shred, and your mind screams whether or not you do. I don't think CD actually physically screams. That's fair. It's, um, wait, you said level three? Level three. Disintegrating. Okay. Always good. You can resist this because if you take a level three harm, that's bad. Yes. So I will try resisting that now. This is probably mind resistance, correct? This is, in fact, an insight resist. Yes. So I just click on insight. Yeah. You're trying to hold your mind together and your body together as this creature attempts to. Can I take one of the gambits to get a bonus dice, please, friends? Yes, I would like can you to. Use, <laughs> to I'm resist? If you can use gambits to resist, can you? You can definitely use it for all the other checks, but maybe not. I don't know for sure. I don't think you can use a gambit to resist. I think you just have to use your three dice. Well, then. Okay. I salute you. Oh! <laughs> Oh, boy. That just means that you take five stress. Okay, so you you do take five stress, but it reduces that harm to level one. So instead of disintegrating, CD, you are able to grab sort of mentally the fraying edges of your mind and with practiced care, knit them back together as if you were knitting together, say, a tissues or, you know, bones, the types of things that CD is used to putting back together is what you are doing metaphorically with your mind. Okay, this is so this is so canonically correct though, because CD has like kicked trauma's butt in the ass again. (laughs) I just realized what I just said. Kick its butt right in the ass. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna kick you in your butt's butt. Okay. (laughs) 2020 shirt idea. (laughs) Kick my trauma right in the butt's butt in the ass. So what's anyway, my level one harm? Uh, I think your level one harm is, uh, let's see, shaken. Upset. Okay. <laughs> non plussed. Bewildered, not shaken. Peeved. Definitely shaken peeved. Is not stirred. Around you, the room bursts into panic once again because the creature has now left the cordon of the dance floor and is out amongst the, the guests who had taken a break from running away to stare at you playing music. Um, and are now running away again. So the buffet table gets upended as Lieutenant Fine uh, leaps to his feet and scrambles oh, backwards, smacking the a, back of his head. This is no. a different table, isn't it? Well, he was he was next to you. Okay, I didn't know that we went. You you. I didn't know that we went to the buffet table, but sure. I'm sorry, I thought that's where you were. Where were you? We 
we went off to the side. It was like I thought a different table, but it can be adjacent to the buffet table. The table you were at <laughs> yeah. gets offended as Lieutenant Fine, in his shock, sort of leaps up and like ah! and smacks the back of his head on the table. Um, and the table flips backwards as he tries to scramble backwards and then falls over it. And the table sort of folds shut its legs onto him. And now he's stuck in the table. It would be very funny. <laughs> it it uh, is actually very funny. It would be even funnier if uh, you weren't in the middle of some type of mind battle with a ghost. Yeah. Is it still t- trying to touch me or has it lost interest? It is still touching you. Oh, okay. So this is continuing. Okay. This is an ongoing problem at the okay. moment. Uh, and we'll is swing, phoning home. We'll swing back to it after we see what the folks over at the door are doing. Okay. Uh, what are you doing over at the door? Um, escaping. No. Yeah. Uh, so I can't touch the padlock because I got zapped back into the sim, right? Uh, you are you are effectively touching the padlock when you touch the the representation of it here in the sim. Interesting. Slip is definitely not a person who's strong enough to pop a padlock. Even no, but if you unlock it in the sim, then it should theoretically unlock in reality. All right. We'll give it a shot then. Slip would like to extend their consciousness into the into the um the e-padlock as it were and just okay. attempt to tear it apart all right uh we'll call this standard effects i think your situation your position is still risky <laughs> sorry wow all right that's triple just, ones again i'm just gonna take a little screenshot of these last three rolls <laughs> i want everyone everyone to know that i have twitter fans here i've not crossed any witches recently this banana this is not right what is that? A one in what six to the sixth power? This this is very unlikely. I know. <laughs> this only happens very rarely. It's it's like some sort of ghost has cursed us. So Matt, tell me how hard I succeed. Yeah, I, for sure. That's how this game works, right? The low man wins. Right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Uh, you win the excitement of more drama. Hey. So, <laughs> list of things that happen here. So a risky position. Three ones in a row. There's no such thing as a critical failure, which is good. So we'd experience uh, that very often if there was. Yeah. And the closest to a critical failure would be, say, rolling one in a desperate position. Not that anyone's done. Oh, wait. No, no. There's one right there. <laughs> Don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. The things are going really well. So I'm going to tick up this discovered clock all the way. I think what happens is you are messing around with this padlock, trying to get in there with your uh, with your hacker brains. And an alarm goes off. Now, normally, this would get everybody's attention because it would be a very loud klaxon sounding in the middle of a ball. As it is, most people probably assume the klaxon is a result of the ghost thing that's killing people and ripping apart their uh, minds and bodies on the dance floor and no longer on the dance floor. So most people hearing the klaxon just continue about their panic. Um, But a couple of individuals turn and see you doing something you are not supposed to. And one of those individuals is General Griefer, who has been hiding behind the buffet table and has line of sight over to where you are. He looks up and sees you there. He reaches down to his thigh, and now there's a gun in it. Your mm-hmm. position has become desperate. Good. I want XP. <laughs> Augustus, um, you're there with you're there with Slip. Things are going well. Extremely well. I, I thrive in high-risk situations, Matt. Mm-hmm. Chaos is a ladder. Hey. He said from his magical wheelchair. That was one of Maeve's uh, attributes, I think, back in Fate. Sure yeah. was. Uh, do, do I deal with Griefer or the door? 
What would Augustus do? The door. I think uh, Augustus just thinks Griefer is even more of a goober now after hiding behind the table. <laughs> That's a fair assessment. He is a huge goober. All right, I think I might try to do some spooky stuff to the door. All right. How? What spooky stuff are you going to do to this door? I'm going to clap my hands and shout open sesame. Right? <laughs> That's not exactly spooky. That's more like fun. Actually... If someone shouted open sesame at a door and it flew open, would you not be spooked? I would be excited and clapping. Well, we're, we're different. <laughs> Two kinds of people. Yeah. Two kinds of people. We're talking about the people that are excited about doors opening randomly and candy. and. All right. So this sounds like you're hacking. I was going to go for a tune since I'm being spooky instead of technical. Okay. You're going to go in with your brain. With your brain meets. All right, brain meets. desperate, and I think now that the klaxon is going limited, security systems are locking into place. How many gambits do we have left? One, two. two. Are you all cool if I use one more? You have my blessing. And that's the gambit's just the extra die? Uh, you can use it for effect instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm going to use it for effect. All right, standard effect then. Nice, that's a two. Wh- what? <laughs> what is going on? Matthew Snapwave Y Caliber, what have you done? <laughs> we knew this we knew this instance of Roll 20 was haunted. We knew this already. Now this that there's been... an actual ghost in the scene. <laughs> it's all your fault. This has been the worst run of dice I have ever seen. I guess the game just really wants us to roll new characters. <laughs> you roll the two and a one. You're gonna get so shot, and I'm not gonna help you. Yeah, I mean you do get shot. You do get shot in the back while you're doing this. But you open that door. <laughs> when you when your dead body falls through it uh, you're you're pressing against the the padlock slash keypad and you're extending your brain into it and as your brain feels that lock click and begin to open like you're pushing against it pushing against it it's, it's stuck somehow uh, and then you get shot in the back and your body falling on the door forces it the rest of the way open uh, but you also take the level two harm shot so which you can move but that's fair at least it's not through the heart. I mean, even if I resist, I, I already have a level one harm, so I don't know if I would just have to take the level two anyway. Uh, you can have two level ones and two level twos. Yes. That's why they're split down the middle there. Oh, so I'll try to resist then. Okay. I salute you. Uh, that's prowess, of course. So not oh, best one. of luck. Not oh, one. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go play the lottery no. right now. <laughs> No! Oh my goodness! If you play many... the lottery, you're gonna lose money somehow. How many That's... ones is this? Nine. Let's see. In that resolve, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven ones, 11 ones have been rolled in the past four moves. Okay, can we now argue that ones? Sorry, are last new... six moves. Can we say that <laughs> ones are the new six now? Uh. Well, they're they're the sixes of our heart because they push the story forward in interesting ways. Um, but oh, you get shot in the back, and then that green zombie hand starts to strangle your dead body. Sorry. <laughs> well, here's the issue, Augustus. You didn't? Did you fill up your stress already? No, not yet. I have two oh. bars unfilled. Oh. Yeah, and you have to spend five for the resist you just did. Oh, oh. no! So. Do I just nullify that? I wasn't aware we had to spend stress. Every time you resist, you have to spend six minus your highest die roll in stress to resist. Yep. I'll, do I, I stroll over into trauma then? Yes. You do, which means Augustus... Okay. 
So the character disappears from the scene. They disappear in a way that makes sense narratively. You get shot in the back and fall forward into the door. Your body goes through the door and slip as you get up to, I assume, look through the door or follow it. Augustus's avatar is not there. It has vanished. Mm-hmm.